The Blacks and Whites Network proudly presents Catherine Raker of Let's Just Talk. Hi, this is Catherine Raker of Let's Just Talk. You know, gasoline prices are sky high with growing inflation that might get even worse. Inflation has been on the rise since 2022, reaching its highest peak in a 40-year period. And one of the most crucial areas that has been hit the hardest is the price of gasoline. In a new report, the Epic Times noted that the price of gasoline has spiked 33 cents over the past two weeks alone, with the national average up 4.71 per gallon. But it's likely to get even worse, with gas expected to reach as high as six or seven dollars a gallon over the course of the summer. The American Automobile Association noted that the combined with volatile crude prices, gasoline will likely continue to keep upward pressure on pump prices, while. President Joe Biden has noted that the Russian-Ukraine conflict is primarily to blame. The report leans more towards higher crude oil costs and tight gasoline supplies. This could be a real struggle for those looking to fill up to get, their jo- to, get to their jobs or to do any kind of summer traveling. Joining us now is Brett Winterbull, a spokesman for the Birch Gold Group, which brings his financial expertise to the table. Welcome to our show. How are you today? I'm well. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Well, I'll tell you what, it's already gone past $7 in some places, right? <laughs> it sure has. Uh, California is, uh, is getting ready to prepare for those, uh, those uh, double-digit uh, in the front of the uh, uh, price, no doubt, and it's, uh, it, it's not going to get any better overnight. Uh, I think we are expecting to see something really, really ugly with the gas prices once we get into the deep end of, uh, of, of the summer. You know, I think there's something we can do about it as people. I mean, I remember the 70s, Brett. I remember the lines. But Jimmy Carter wasn't as stupid as the, another person is. And uh, he really did something about it in the end. So what do you believe is the real reason that gasoline prices are so high right now? Well, look, we've been told that there's a transition underway. Now, I don't know if anybody remembers voting in 2020 and going into the ballot box and being offered the opportunity of a transition that looks like uh, 7 and $8 gas. I don't recall that being the case. Um, and, and so what we can do about it is vote in November, but in the meantime, what we have to do about it is be sure to protect um, the savings you have. If you are a, a person who is on a fixed income, uh, every time that gas price moves up, uh, you're going to lose uh, not just the dollars that you've got in front of you, but the potential of those dollars down the road. That's why I, I was so excited when I had the opportunity to start working with, with uh, Birch Gold uh, Group, because Birch Gold uh, is, is an organization that understands that the American people are, are suffering in a very specific way. If you imagine the single mom or the single father who is out there and having to get around and get access to baby formula and has to drive from store to store um, only to find the shelves bare and having burned all that gasoline, it, it's an incredible crisis and tragedy for any of us that have had children to imagine that reality. Well, in this day and age, we're following the exact same sort of thing, and it's important to uh, protect what it is you've saved, what you've invested, and, and that's why 
Uh, but Birch Gold is certainly offering up uh, a gold IRAs uh, that, that people can, can utilize. There's information at birchgold.com. But there are a number of things that you can do um, when it comes to this, uh, limiting trips, being more efficient with your time, but also being more efficient with your money as well. And I think that's a, that's a big part of it. You know, increasing, increasing gas prices are creating turmoil in the number of markets, including Share-A-Ride, companies like Uber and Lyft. Is there a possibility there could be a loss in business due to this? Sure, sure. Without a doubt. I, uh, I, am, I am traveling uh, at this time of the year, uh, going to a number of conferences and get-togethers with people. And one of the things I'm seeing is the airports are packed. The prices are expensive, and uh, for the first time, I've overheard a couple of people saying, here's what you've got to do. You've got to uh, get out there and figure out a way to, to drive when you can drive and fly when you have to fly, because there is no sector that is safe at this point. It, it's, um, it, it's incredible. At every turn, you're going to get hit with costs, and if you think you can escape it by not traveling, not driving around, taking public transit, oh, by the way, just check. Just check those food prices, $19 for slabs of bacon, uh, an inability to purchase the steaks that we were able to purchase just a couple of years ago for a reasonable price. Um, this is a very scary time uh, to be uh, trying to shop for a family, save for your family, and, of course, obviously, save for your retirement. That's for sure. You know, President Biden has attempted to seek out solutions to the problem. But what do you think he could improve upon in terms of making gasoline prices less of a strain? Change it? Yeah. Change it? <laughs> Here's what we can do. Uh, this is <laughs> going to be hard. This is going to be very difficult, okay, because I don't Go expect right that this ahead. is going to right I, I don't think this is really going to happen. But um, number one, the perception with the market, like if you think about gasoline, right, you have gasoline that's out there on the market or oil that's out there on the market, and uh-huh. and you have a, a president come out and say, hey, we're going to transition off of gas and oil. What that's telling the consumer market is there's going to be less of this, which means it's going to be more expensive. And so if the president were to come out, meet up with those heads of the oil and gas companies, and believe me, I'm not naive enough to believe he's going to do it, uh, and, and, and at least puts out a, a good look like he's making an effort, you might have an effect there. But here's the thing. And this is the dirtiest part of the dirty secret with the oil and gas companies and everything else. Um, The oil and gas companies are making a ton of money because they don't have to add to supply, right? The price keeps going up. And so this transition is costing Americans two different ways, costing them at the gas pump. It's costing them at the dinner table. And there is also now no incentive for these companies to go out and open up new wells or do new drilling because the president says he's going to veto any opportunity to do it. It's a win-win on both sides in a very cynical way. Yeah, it's cynical because, you know, we've got the stuff in the ground. We've got all the things, and he's just sure. trying to bankrupt us. That, and I mean, they're buying okay. islands to go to. I mean, they don't have to worry about it. And what I don't think people understand is that they work for us. We don't work for them. Right. Absolutely. A- absolutely. And that's the important point here. Uh, when you go to vote in the election, um, and I'm not, I'm not going to tell you well, what, what party to go and vote for. It's, you know, every person makes their own choice with their own conscience. But here's the thing. The person you're voting for, you need to understand if they're on the side of big government, 
of, 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 of institutional uh, Washington, or if they're going to really care about what you're doing. I, I saw an interview just a few weeks ago with a, uh, a, a very well-known progressive uh, Democrat from Southern California. She represents Orange County. And she was lamenting the challenges of being a single mother and a Congress uh, person. Um, and, and she was talking about how difficult it is to get gas in the tank and to provide for her family. But what she didn't ever point to was the fact that people who are in Congress make $174,000 a year, and they get a pension uh, that is guaranteed for the rest and insured. Of their lives, for the rest <laughs> right. of their lives, Exactly. So, I mean, look, I have sympathy for everybody, but I really have sympathy for the people that get up and go to work. There's a phrase you hear used a lot of the time, and the term is, are you somebody who gets up in the morning and takes a shower before you go to work, or are you the sort of laborer that comes home and takes a shower after you've been to work? And so it's those working people in this country that are bearing that burden, not the highfalutin congressperson who can uh, uh, participate in any number of important and special events without ever having to talk to the rest of us. That's right, and, and, and I think that's the point here. And I'm seeing things changing in California, okay, Beca- and half my family lives there, by the way. Um, mm-hmm. Seeing a change that they're finally waking up because the highest prices are there. And they're starting to figure out what's going on. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. we could talk about term limits or whatever again some other time but the point is is that when it starts affecting americans in their pocketbook that's when they get up and scream i remember the gas lines in the 70s and it was not easy now see if that happens here now people aren't these young people are uh, some of these younger people are not going to stand for it they're going to stand up and say why and I mean the AOCs and all the other people that come up with all this green technology and all this other, you know what, it isn't going to happen. And as much as they want it to happen, it's not going to happen. You need gas and oil right now. You can't, right. you can't do this. And that's the reason why they're buying the islands so that they can get away to those islands and they don't have to put up with it. So that's my next exactly – is that right? <laughs> That's exactly I know right. Like that. <laughs> so anyhow, I was right there with Rush. Believe me. And you used to work with him. You were his producer, so he was my hero. Anyhow, oh, great we need man. to take a yeah. We need to take a little short break, and we'll be right back on Catherine Breaker's Let's Just Talk with somebody I just am beginning to really like a lot, and that is Brett Winterbull. And we will be right back. We'll be right back. You're listening to Let's Just Talk with Catherine Breaker. Did you know that memory loss now affects almost 7 million people in America? And the Alzheimer's Research Foundation estimates that by the year 2050, there will be 50 million people with dementia in America. Are you preparing your family, especially your grandchildren, for this issue? This is Dan Perkins, and I'm the author of a new book for children ages 9 to 12 and their families to help them understand that it's not their fault when Grammy can't remember them. Why Can't Grammy Remember Me is available at Amazon or through your local bookseller. Don't make your grandchildren part of the lost generation. Little children aren't the only ones afraid of the dark. Millions of soldiers return from war zones with PTSD, traumatic brain injury, anger, frustration, fear, and loneliness, much of which surfaces during the darkness of night. You have the chance to change the lives of these American heroes. Songs and Stories for Soldiers was created to serve veterans who deal with the lack of sleep due to their injuries. Songs and Stories for Soldiers.us provides a free MP3 player for these men and women. 
With a list of 3 million songs in 16 different styles, 100,000 audiobooks, and 30,000 old-time radio programs, every veteran can find something to soothe and comfort them at no cost. All our players contain an 8-hour audio program designed to help veterans fall asleep. With 1,500-plus vets now participating, it's our goal to deliver 10,000 audio players this year. To learn how you can help, go to our website at songsandstoriesforsoldiers.us. Help us to help a veteran make it through the night. Did you know that more than 100,000 Americans have a serious lung disease that very few people know about? I'm Dr. David Lederer, co-director of the New York Presbyterian Columbia University Interstitial Lung Disease Program. Idiopathic pulmonary fibrosis, or IPF, is a severe irreversible disease causing scarring of the lungs. IPF can seem similar to other diseases, so many people with IPF may be undiagnosed or misdiagnosed for years. Symptoms include a persistent dry cough, shortness of breath, and a Velcro-like crackle in the lungs, which a doctor can hear. IPF generally affects people over 50 and is slightly more common in men, with a five-year survival rate worse than many cancers. Diagnosis is important, as treatments are now available. The Pulmonary Fibrosis Foundation strongly recommends you see a pulmonologist if you experience shortness of breath that limits your ability to walk up stairs or hills, or an unexplained persistent cough lasting longer than eight weeks. Go to pulmonaryfibrosis.org to learn more about IPF. My name is Judy Teeter, and I'm the mother of three boys. My youngest, Joe, was a great kid. He loved sports, music, and his youth group. One day, Joe asked me to drive him to an after-school event, which was about a mile from our home. I was driving through a green light when a car in cross-traffic ran a red light and drove right into the side of our car, killing Joe. The driver was talking on her phone, so she never even saw the red light. She was so absorbed in her phone call. Before the crash, I didn't realize just talking on a cell phone while driving was so dangerous. Now it's something I think about every day. According to the National Safety Council, about one in four car crashes involves a cell phone. Hands-free is no safer. When you're behind the wheel, put away your phone. For Joe and for the thousands of needless deaths every year, remember... There is no safe way to talk on a cell phone while driving. Find out more at nsc.org slash callskill. As the world faces the challenges of the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic, Lions recognize that kindness matters now more than ever. And Lions and Leos are finding ways to continue to serve our communities, including ordering food delivery for healthcare workers, holding story time for children online, and providing surgical masks to medical professionals and first responders. Empowering us to do more, Lions Club's International Foundation has provided nearly $2.5 million in grant funding for COVID-19 relief. And that support continues to grow. For more than 100 years, in times of need, Lions always find a way to help those around them. And after we emerge from this, we will be stronger than ever. Visit lionsclubs.org to learn more. We're back. You're listening to Let's Just Talk with Katherine Raker. We are back on Katherine Raker's Let's Just Talk with Brett Winterbull, and he has his own shows. And he's on Monday and Friday from 3 to 6 p.m. and uh, on News Talk 1110 and 99.3. 
WBT in Charlotte, North Carolina. And before that, he was heard on Sirius at 980KFWB in Los Angeles and 760KMB in San Diego. And I just am loving talking to you because really we care about what's happening in the world, right, Brett? We do. We do. Look, I think it's impossible uh, to be a parent of children, no matter what the age uh, of those kids are. I've got a couple that are right, uh, right in college and right up against getting into college. Um, and, and it's important because we want to leave the world a better place for our kids. Uh, we want to make sure that they have the opportunities we have. We talk about the, the 1970s and the gas crises. We remember the odd and even days based on your license plate and whether or not you were permitted to buy gasoline during uh, Jimmy Carter, and I'm reminded uh, so often of that uh, very famous phrase from President Reagan, who was at that time uh, the governor, uh, making uh, a campaign stop and saying uh, there in Iowa, saying, uh, listen, uh, a, a, a recession is when your neighbor loses his job, a depression is when you lose your job, and a recovery is when Jimmy Carter loses his job. And so um, we, have to, we have to understand that history doesn't always repeat itself, but it does rhyme, as Mark Twain said. And, and we have to understand that, that there is no free ride. The country is exploding in size. We have uh, an unsecured border, which means you've got more people coming in for more assets and, 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 and capping our, our, our reserves. And mm-hmm. we have got to get smart about energy. You've got rolling blackouts in Southern California. They're talking about it in the Midwest and even up onto the East Coast. We should be doing everything all in nuclear energy. We, we should right. be doing, um, you know, you want to do wind power, solar, great. That's your right. But we should be pushing everything into the center of the table so that we have the energy to provide for a future for our children and to not watch our current day and our future eroded day after day, week after week. Well, and we, we have to do something about it. And I. I mean, we really do. We have to say to we have to say to our the people that we elect, and then get rid of the ones that don't work. And right. and I'm seeing in the primaries they're changing. They're seeing it and they're saying, "Hey, listen, this is my life. We are paying your salaries." And I think, and honestly, I think that we should stop this jazz of in Congress paying them until they die. I'm sorry, but you know, why should I be? Why should I be paying these senators and congressmen, you know, till the, mm-hmm. till the day they die with pensions? Excuse me? Especially congresspeople? They're only in there for so long. Unless, and, and stop this jazz of letting them run for the rest of their lives and making them rich. I'm tired of it. And I think you are, too. So I, that's I am. my opinion. I, I, no, no. You're, it's, a, it's, a right, it's a right on opinion. Uh, if you go back to the founding fathers, um, you go back and, and you look at the people that went in and served, and not just in the Continental Congress, but once Congress was established uh, in, in the Constitution. The, the, the viewpoint of, of it was it was like doing jury duty, right? You would That's go right. do your duty for a couple of years, then you'd come back to your farm or you'd come back to your business, and, and you, would, you would get back to business. You were not going to get, you weren't going to get a pension. You weren't going to get a payout. And you sure as heck weren't going to have these uh, slush funds that we saw in the last uh, uh, five, eight years, where you have Congress people 
not being able to keep their hands to themselves, and then suddenly the taxpayers are on the hook to pay out settlements. None of this was ever intended to be the case. You're not to have a, a permanent institution, a government in Washington, D.C., where it's a gravy train. And, right. oh, by the way, and oh, by the way, when I'm done being a congressperson, doing, uh, as Mel Brooks would refer to it as, the phony baloney job of being a congressperson, now I'm going to go become a lobbyist where I'm getting paid by somebody else to go out there and influence those congresspeople I was just serving with. So we have to take it back. We have to take it back. It's hugely important. Our, our very future rides on this. And, uh, you know, that's, that's what it really comes down to, 100%. Well, I, you're a member of Birch Gold. Do you believe there's anything people can invest in right now to help prepare for the future? If yes, they have the money to do it at this point. Yes. Yes. Now, look, there's, there's, a, there's an analogy that gets used, and I think it's, it's very wise. If you were to take a $20 gold coin back in 1900, you'd be able to buy yourself a suit of fine clothes if you were a man or, or a woman. Uh, mm -hmm. If you have a $20 gold coin today, you can get a very nice suit of fine clothes. Uh, it's because gold holds its value. And uh, Birch, gold, uh, the Birch Gold Group, birchgold.com, is, is able to work with you to uh, uh, move your assets that may be exposed in the market with the up and downs into uh, an IRA, a gold-backed IRA, where it's actual gold. This is not paper. This is not a magical uh, cryptocurrency, whatever that is. This is about being backed by gold. You can go and you can see it. You can look at the gold that you're holding uh, that, that's being held uh, in the deposit, uh, and that's what they're able to do. So I, I, I do believe in, in what Birch Gold is doing, and, and I, I'm, I'm satisfied working with them, and I, and I believe that they have got a great idea going here where uh, you are shielding that erosion of wealth day after day, year after year with the almighty inflation. Mm -hmm. And do you think that um, in the – do you think we're going to turn the wave in November? Yes, I do. I have to be an optimist because I have kids, and I am an and, optimist about what I'm seeing. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm trying, I'm trying to, I am an optimist. So I'm right there with you. I, uh, you know, I am so excited about talking to you and, and, and listening to what you have to say, honestly, because I feel the same way. And I see, and I am in the, and I don't like to call myself a senior, my dear, because I don't think I'm a senior, <laughs> okay? Sure. <laughs> I don't act like one. I don't, I don't look like one, whatever. But the point is, is that this, my generation, which is a really tiny generation, by the way, you know, mm -hmm. is out there working. And we're going to work until we're, we don't care because just because, and, and this is the most important thing right now, I think, that we need to get involved, that yeah. every American, if they care about the United States, needs to get involved in some way, yep. shape, or form and go out and vote. I'm seeing, I'm seeing things at, uh, for the primaries, like people are out there. They care. And you know what, uh, Brett, when I saw what happened with the schools and the school boards, yes. I'm yep. seeing that with everything. I wish Rush was still alive. I know he's watching us from heaven, and he's probably sure. cheering at this point because, <laughs> no, I mean it, seriously. And everyone that I do talk to in my line of work, right, is doing the same sure. thing. Yeah. And, and I think that, 
and I think that is is really so important. So let me ask you this question, and that is, do you have any recommendations for U.S. citizens, U.S. citizens anywhere they are, okay, Mm -hmm. that are just trying to save as much as they can in these times of inflation? And I know that the, the birch gold, is there anything that they can do to protect the rest of their um, investments at this point? Well, I think, I, I think it's important to be aware of what you're invested in, make good decisions with your financial advisor and, and, and the folks that are around you that you trust that have the knowledge they need. Uh, I think you can get terrific information at birchgold.com, but uh, you need to sit down with your loved ones, with your family, make the right decision for you. And it, it's not just about posting profits. It's, it's about also defending what you have. And that includes your country, your community, and your values. And uh, I think that's, that's probably the smartest thing anybody can do. It's what I'm doing. And I think that's really smart um, advice, okay? And I think that where do you th- what would you suggest to people how to get involved, not just going to the ballot box? What can they sure. do to change things? Well, there's influence. There's, you have influence over a, a circle of people in your life. Um, it's important after a time of pandemic and shutdowns and lockdowns and all that sort of stuff that we've all lived through. It's important to get reactivated into the community, the churches, schools, uh, the community organizations. Start talking face-to-face that so much of our life has been squeezed into this little tube called social media and instant messaging and texting. It's important to influence people one-on-one, and it's, it, it starts with one person and then they, as the old uh, famous uh, shampoo commercial goes, you know, they tell two people, they tell two people, they tell two people. That's what you have to do. There is no shortcut in protecting the constitutional republic or the democracy. And one thing I will say about working with Rush, he was always optimistic. I remember someone calling in towards the end of his program and saying, uh, is it time to panic? And his answer was, it's never time to panic. It's okay. time to get to work. And that's what we have to do. And I agree with you so so much that um, it doesn't matter. You can get involved right in your own community. You can talk to your senators. You can talk to your congressmen. You can make a difference. If you're not happy, let them know. Call them. Write them. Email them. Yes. Do whatever it takes to make a difference. If, and, and I'm so proud of people that are standing up now and really screaming and doing something about it instead of just sitting there and twiddling their thumbs and paying the gas prices that they're paying. And I do something really different that I can make a suggestion to you about, and that is don't let your tank get empty. You know, when it's at, you know, like even even three-fourths, put some more gas in, and that way you're not going to run out. And make your, right. right, and make your trips Make it, you know, make short trips instead of long trips at this point, unless you're going away. And I'm finding, actually, Brett, that it's cheaper for me to fly than drive. Yeah. <laughs> assuming, assuming. I don't have a assuming, rental car, right? <laughs> that's true. Assuming, assuming that they don't cancel or change the flight on you, which is yeah, a whole they've other deal. They've, can't, they've canceled my flight to my da- granddaughter's wedding four times now. Oh, Lord. Unbelievable. I mean, it's absolutely crazy, but the airports aren't, you know, they're packed. But if you go at certain times, like I went, I flew out back here on Saturday, 
there was hardly anybody on the plane. So I came back yeah. and I went through, I whizzed through everything like crazy. It was wild. So, you know, I, I think that's what you need to do. You need to be aware of things. And right. I want to have you back on my show. I mean, I love talking to you. And you, my audience is pretty big, and I really want mm-hmm. this to get out. And that I'll put you great. everywhere, okay? I, I appreciate that. I, I appreciate that very much. And um, so where can people go to get more information about you and also yep. Birch Gold? Uh, you can, you can uh, check out my website at uh, brettshow.com, brett, B-R-E-T-T, show.com. And you can uh, go to birchgold.com for information on Birch Gold. I can't thank you enough. I know you're in a big hurry, so I'm going to let you go. Thank you very much for joining me today. It's been an extreme pleasure, believe me. And thank you for your mission and what you're doing, okay? Thank you so very much. And we'll see you next time on Catherine Raker's Let's Just Talk and Catherine Raker's World, which is our TV show. Thank you so very much for joining me today. Thank you for joining us on Catherine Ricker's Let's Just Talk on the Blacks and Whites Network.